We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are live, Jeffrey. Let me hit this retweet button really quick so we can get some people into this stream. This 9, wow. 9 a.m. tip is, is, is getting tougher and tougher, by the way. Well, I know you are pretty old. I don't old. have two kids. I don't have two you're looking, kids. You're looking pretty haggard right now. I am pretty haggard right <laughs> now. I'm showered. I, you know, I don't even think I have a hat over here. I gotta keep well, so let's let's do this while we wait to uh, for, for this feed to kind of fill up. Let's talk a little bit about the fact that you were able to call that Richmond upset at Kentucky uh, yesterday. How do you feel? Feel pretty good. I, I feel good, but I felt good going in. You, you could you could sense that with me. I didn't even want the points. I didn't want them. I didn't need them. And uh, but I took them. Trust me, I took them. Um, you know what it was? You know what the answer was? We had the UConn lucky home field apparel tee on. I got got it back on again. You know what I've started doing so as not to waste the luck of the of this t-shirt, which by the way, you can go get from homefieldapparel.com. 20% off your first purchase uh, with the promo code field of 68. I love what they're doing. Uh, they are mining old logos and they are creating new designs out of those lo- old logos with, with licensed t-shirts. Uh, really cool vintage college hoops apparel company. Uh, field of 60, uh, uh, sorry, homefieldapparel.com, field of 68 promo code, 20% off your first purchase, Jeffrey. Uh, I will tell you this about Kentucky. I am not worried about them at all. We knew that this was coming. We knew it was going to be a slow start. This is the newest team that John Calipari has ever put together. Right. The, 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 yes, with the lowest production returning of Keon Brooks and his 4.5 points a game or something like that, and Keon didn't even play. So this is the worst matchup possible for John Calipari. Mm-hmm. The worst possible. The only thing worse is, is if Nick Sherrod had played and, and he had been healthy. And then I think, honestly, Richmond would have run him out of the gym. I, I really believe that because the only reason Richmond wasn't uh, up at halftime was because they couldn't make a shot. And they really didn't make many threes. Overall, and, and they were without Nick Sherrod, their best shooter, who's out for the season. I, I'm with you. I'm not worried about Kentucky. The only thing that always concerns me about Kentucky these days, not every year, but almost every year, why don't they have more perimeter shooting? Like, every year we say it's the same question mark. Like, I think Brandon Boston's going to be a really good shooter. But, like, to me, I would go recruit the best one-dimensional spot-up shooter in the entire country and, and, and just – Every year, get him and, and stand in the corner, and 
make them spread you out a little bit and just make shots. Nobody's going to guard. And if they do guard you out there, great. We got more space to work with. I, I will tell you this. Um, I do think that the staff feels that Davion Mintz could end up being that guy, being the guy that can just kind of space the floor and be a shooter. Maybe do the same thing. Remember when they had Quade Green and they kind of used him off the ball a little bit yep. to space the floor? I would not be surprised if they kind of turned the keys of the offense over to Terrence Clark and let him run things. Because, I mean, look, that's the biggest issue with this team is they just don't have a point guard. They don't have a playmaker. I um, like Devin asked, I love that. He ate the answer, man. Yeah, you might have loved him, but he is a point guard stepping into his first college game in his first college season after reclassifying when he wasn't necessarily – like, we're not talking about John Wall here. We're talking about no. a kid that was like a borderline five-star recruit. He, you know what? It, I thought he won games. I didn't. You know what? I, I didn't. That's love that's him. fine. That's fine. Like you could be tough as shit, but you still have to be able to 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 run an offense. He didn't. And make, he couldn't make shots or make people around him better. He didn't. He didn't do anything. That, honestly. Well, aren't those two very important things totally, for a point guard totally, to be able know, to do? I I watched Devin Askew, and I'm like, who am I watching? Like this isn't the same guy I watched. Two years ago. And it's almost like it's hard to reclassify. Name one point guard. Okay. Name one point guard that reclassified up a year. Nobody. And had a had a ton of success as a freshman. Nobody's done. It doesn't happen. It doesn't work that way. It 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 doesn't, but but again, maybe they're gonna have to go. So so that's two issues then you're telling me is is you got one at point guard, which is not the issue you want to have. Uh two with perimeter shooting. Their their defense is gonna be fine. In fact, it's gonna be really Mm -hmm. good. Uh, because of their length, athleticism, um, especially their bigs. I was actually impressed with their bigs. More impressed yeah. than I'd be. Uh, well, Isaiah right, Jackson so- is an absolute stud. Olivia Saar is going to be fine. Um, Those two and- together are going to be great. Yeah, and I do think that what's going to end up happening is their offense is basically going to be let Terrence Clark rock, uh, put Brandon Boston into the same actions that we've seen Malik Monk and Jamal Murray and uh, Tyler Hero yeah. and Kevin Knox and just kind of run your offense through um, Brandon Boston doing those things, Terrence Clark making plays and going and getting offensive rebounds with Saar and Isaiah Jackson. That, and that's fine. With what we expect them to be defensively, they'll be, be good enough offensively offense. there. But it's just, you know, it is what it is. All right, let's talk about today's slate. We have uh, we have the Mashville Invitational. I'm not calling it Maui, and I'm not calling it Asheville. The Mashville. It's the Mashville. Right. The Mashville Invitational sure. kicks off at noon, baby. Afternoon hoops during the week. Love Nothing's it. better Love than that. Uh, it starts off, we have to talk about Texas Davidson. First game of the day. We do. Noon tip. Lunchtime tip. East Coast. Uh, eight. Uh, Texas is laying eight and a half points. What do you like there? I don't like it either way. I don't. I'm, I'm staying away. I don't love it. I don't know if you've got a good feel on it, but I, I got three or four more that, are, that I feel a, a whole lot more strongly about than that. I, you know, listen, to me, if anything, maybe I wouldn't even. I was going to say tease it down with something, but I, I wouldn't do that. I, I just – Listen, here's I'm, here's I'm, a word of advice in in basketball. Never tease. You don't know, you don't get I, anywhere near enough value. I can't give eight and a half or whatever it was with Shocker Smart. I just I can't do it. I I'm, I'm sorry, but like Texas returns everybody. That's the good news. They add Greg Brown, one of the the probably most talented players freshman in the country. But I just don't trust Shaka. Period. So I'm not laying the eight and a half against Bob McKillop, who's a hell of a ball coach. Yep. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to bet it because it's noontime basketball and it's just there. Um, So I'm just going to do it. But uh, I I like Texas in this spot because I feel like every time we've seen Davidson play a team that has NBA caliber athleticism, 
we're always reminded that Davidson does not have NBA caliber they athleticism they on their roster. So uh, I'm Thanks I'm going to take Curry. I'm going to take Texas. Yeah, but like even even when they had Steph, you were always concerned about okay, like what happens if they actually go out and play a bunch of right. dudes that are yep. super long and super athletic, and you know sure. the one thing that Texas has on their roster are dudes that are super long and super athletic. So I'm I'll probably take Texas in this spot, even though I'm not going to feel. Uh, all that great about it. The one thing that that is interesting is Texas is going across the country, and Davidson is basically playing in their own backyard. Although with no fans in uh, in, in Nashville, we're right. not going to see like there's not going to be much of a home court advantage. So um, I do like Texas in that spot. Uh, so we will see. One thing, right. one thing to remember: UNC Asheville's head coach Mike Morell, yes. former assistant of Shaka Smart at VCU and at Texas. So I guarantee that Texas, That's while I've been in Asheville. Best practice gyms. They've been eating the best food, the best hotel. They've been stopping at the best gas stations with the best snacks. Like, I promise you, it has not been that hard for Texas and Asheville. You know what? Which, by the way, like, yeah, low-key, great East Coast city, Asheville, North Carolina. Great beer city. We we were thinking up until, like, this week of of driving down and going to, like, Asheville uh, for a couple weeks and just, just getting out of here, getting out of the colder weather. I think we may do Charleston. We're still debating uh, as we speak, and we're leaving. If we leave, we're leaving like Saturday. Don't go anywhere where there's a city, Jeff. We don't need you getting the coronavirus. We don't no, need I'm you getting COVID. I'm going to be on the beach. I'm not. Although I, I will sneak into Charleston and have some um, shrimp and grits. And it, yeah, exactly. Don't even don't even risk it. Just go go like go go in the, go go to the middle of nowhere. There's mountains in Asheville, man. Go to get go get a shack in the mountain. All right, let's move forward. We have uh, Indiana favored by a point against Providence in the two thirty tip off of the Nashville Invitational. You got any feel there? I like Providence. No, I, again, I don't I don't love that one either. I think it's a toss up. I haven't seen enough of either team yet uh, to have a feel. Uh, Indiana brings back just about everybody from last year's team. Uh, they got a young point guard, Christian Lander, uh, who reclassified. So you should hate him. Um, but ultimately he, he's, he's one of two point guards now. So I actually, I, I like him, but the best point guard on the floor here is David Duke of Providence. Mm-hmm. And he is an absolute killer on the defensive end. Uh, Ed Cooley has kind of restructured his team a little bit, bringing in a couple transfers. It's a pick 'em game to me, and I think it's a pick 'em game uh, by the numbers. Yeah, I would just take the the extra juice and take Providence um, on the money line. It's uh, it's minus one to three right now for basically the reasons you just mentioned. Um, I don't trust teams that have reclassified point guards. Little known fact: Christian Lander is uh, Matt Norlander's younger brother. I don't think people <laughs> realize that. Legitimate right. child. What are you talking? About? <laughs> maybe, maybe. All right. What else you got? Uh, my favorite one, all right, my favorite one is Long Beach State getting the points, 17 points against UCLA. And here's why. Ready? This is what you need to listen to. The text message I got from Dan Munson on November 11th. Okay, ready? We are still not allowed to practice in Long Beach. I have two players who have not been in the pyramid. We've been outside on the tennis courts in two pods, not allowed to get within six feet of each other and can't pass the ball to each other until yesterday. We practiced the last two days in Orange County. Yesterday was the first day some of my players met each other. That was November 11th. (laughs) (laughs) That's 19 days ago. 19 days ago. So, obviously, we know who I'm taking here. I'm taking a UCLA team 
Um, <laughs> if that's not inside info, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, lay, lay the points with UCLA. Lay them. Got to be. Got to be. UCLA's coming off a tough loss to, to San Diego State down in San Diego. Um, I think that'll help them, too. I, I feel like the, these these openers are tough to figure with all these teams right now. Um, but once they get kind of a game under their belt, and I talked to a bunch of the kids down in Mohegan Sun about that, then then they start to, okay, get out and just kind of play ball. Yeah, um, UCLA will – I think they're probably going to be without Jalen Hill and Johnny Juzang again. I haven't seen any info on that yet today, uh, but neither of them played at the San Diego State uh, NTE that UCLA was in. They lost, by the way um, – UCLA lost to San Diego State triple overtime against Pepperdine. But Pepperdine and San Diego State, I know they're not power conference teams. Both those teams are good, man. Matt Mitchell's going to play in the NBA. Um, Colby Ross and Kessler Edwards are at the very least going to make like summer league teams if we ever see summer league teams again. Uh, So the the struggles for UCLA were not because, not just because of UCLA. It had a lot to do with the competition they were playing. So I like that as a buy low spot for uh, the Bruins. You know what I like? Go ahead. I like, I like UCF. Uh, against Auburn, really? Um, yeah, I like the UCF against you just Auburn. Don't like Auburn, I'm I'm just fade, I'm I'm in a full fade of Auburn at this point. They're so young. Yep. Uh, I know how athletic they are. I know how talented they are. UCF got some transfers eligible. Like they're, they're I think that's a better team than than, than people realize that Johnny Dawkins has. And it's in Orlando, right? It's in Orlando, mm-hmm. right? So. I believe so. I believe so. I got to. Do- I'll double check on that. Someone, someone, tell us in the chat if if we're wrong on that one. Um, uh, yeah. All right. So, so you got. Uh, all right. You're going UCF there. Um, the best game of the day, to me, might be Alabama Stanford tonight in in Nashville. Um, Alabama, I've got in, in my top twenty in my preseason rankings. As long as Javon Quinterly looks like the Javon Quinterly or closer to the Javon Quinterly that we thought we were going to see um, at Villanova, and in maybe Arizona even before that. Um, Stanford's got Zaire Williams. Again, the big thing I have with Stanford is similar to what I have at Long Beach State, which is Stanford wasn't able to practice until a few weeks ago. Uh, They're practicing outside. Um, I don't know if you knew that, but they're practicing outside. They couldn't get into their gym. So they're way behind while Alabama's been full go under Nate Oates, probably forever. Um, So I, I think Alabama's got Petty back. Herb Jones is healthy. Quinterly, um, they got they got guys who can fill it up. Like I, I, I like Alabama. I, I, I want to trust them. I don't quite trust them yet, but man, they have they have a ton of talent and they're older. And Stanford, without Tyrell Terry, who left for the NBA, is, is still going to be a work in progress. With Zaire Williams, I freaking love, but but they're young. Yeah, I, I like that that call as well. Um, when you haven't been practicing fully you're not going to be fully in shape and the worst thing to do when you're not fully in shape is to have to go up against an alabama team that wants to play like this right exactly wants to do this the entire game so um i do like that one the only other game that i have written down uh is north carolina uh okay. playing against unlv i just i don't think unlv is very good flying yeah. across the country north carolina is playing in Asheville, which is in the state of north carolina so uh, we're not going to see fans in the arena, but it is, it's a lot easier to hop on a bus and go from Chapel Hill to Asheville than it is to hop on a plane and go from Las Vegas to Asheville. So uh, I do Did like – I see a Mississippi um, State-Texas State game on the docket, but I don't see it now. 
Yeah, oh, Mississippi State, yeah. Uh, six and a half. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna try to not to lose with Mississippi State every time. I'm gonna I'm gonna still take. They can't lose this, and they gotta cover, don't they? I mean, they've been they're bad, football. dude. They're bad. Yeah, well, it's because they're not a good team. Yeah, but okay, Ben Howland against an interim coach. That's what we're dealing with here. So ultimately, they they still have SEC caliber athletes. Like, how does Ben Howland not cover here and pummel the hell out of uh, Texas State? I'm I'm taking Mississippi State. So I got. I'm laying I'm laying points all over the place today. Uh UCLA, Alabama, Mississippi State. Um and I, I got one more that I like. I got one more. Let me guess. You're gonna take another favorite. No, it's a pick'em. Actually, I think I'm taking half a point. Um in the bubble, the bubbleville. I'm going Boston College against St. John's. And I know St. John's fans are gonna hate me for this. Um, but ultimately this PC team's not bad. And they got Jay Heath back today. And and I no regime done for uh for St. John's for the Johnnies and uh Mike Anderson still trying to figure that program out. You know where I stand with Mike Anderson and St. John's. Uh, I think it was a bad hire. I don't think they're gonna get it going. I think this is Jim Christian's best team in terms of their overall depth. Um and uh, they play hard as shit. And and Jim Christian's a really good ball coach, period. So I'm I'm going BC there. Of course, you would take the team with the Providence cast-off instead of the team that had Kai Bowman and Jeremy Robinson. They didn't have um, any by the else, way. They didn't no, any. they didn't. They didn't. It's Dude, it's did. never a good sign when your best team yeah. wins seven ACC games. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, this yeah. team has a chance. <laughs> yeah. to, that's to that's how you know you're the BC coach. When you're in year six, your best season is seven ACC wins when you had a lottery you pick on your roster, and, you and, you're, and you're not fired. And, and, <laughs> you're, and, you're, and you're still there. Two NBA guards, like, of, of, of all things. You've got an NBA backcourt. And, uh, yeah, so I, 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 I like BC there. Uh, you, what do you got? So you got Texas, you got UCF. You're on mute with, with Alabama. You like that one? I like Texas. I like UCF. I like North Carolina. I like Providence. I'll probably follow you on UCLA just because of uh, the way that you kind of uh, laid that one out. I, yeah. I, I think I like Alabama, but I don't. I don't love it in that spot. I, I just we'll, we'll see what I end up doing on that one. But yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. And oh, it looks like so Texas. The line just came down. It was at eight and a half, and now it's at eight. So. Uh, somebody must know something that we don't. Let's let that. Let's let that drop, man. Let's get that down to like seven and a half, seven, six and a half. Right. Then I might. Then I might go with Shaka. But uh, no, you won't. Eight, eight and a half. I'm not doing it. I got. I got four. I got UCLA, Alabama, Mississippi State, BC. I'm gonna win three or four. Uh, yesterday I did well, and uh, I'm I'm on the the upward trend now. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's about time. <laughs> one thing. One thing I will say before we get out of here is that uh, I am in full Duke fade mode. And the book that I use already has lines up for the Duke-Michigan State game, where Duke is favored by three and a half, and the Duke-Illinois game, where Duke is favored, I think it's by one and a half. So I have already bet the money line for Michigan State and Illinois for both of those games. So uh, that is just something to keep an eye on. um, I can't wait for tomorrow's edition of Best Bets because we got two big boy games. And and neither one of us can bail on these. Like like I've kind of deferred a little bit on some of these games today. I will not defer tomorrow. I'll at least make picks. Why will I? Will yeah. I yeah. Well, I, you can guess what my pick is going to be for Michigan State. Well, and we know. Uh, yes, Kansas. we know. It's actually going to be what's very Kansas easy. Like, hey, what's Kansas? Uh, that, right now, it's a pick'em. 
Come on. No. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Wow. You know who I like there. Kansas is actually has better odds. They're minus 109. Kentucky is minus 112. So. Holy crap. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I, I don't think uh, – I don't think I can do anything yet on it, but uh, I'm waiting for tomorrow morning. All right, Jeffrey. I'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. Nashville, baby, for two Sounds hours good. Away.